Hello, everybody, and thank you so much for listening to my first podcast ever. I hope you guys will enjoy it. So you're listening to the Communication, Gender, and Identity Podcast, a place where we discuss hot topics related to gender in the modern world. So my topic today is um, parenting, and parenting is really hard, and there are a lot of aspects that go into it. So um, we're going to be discussing how to help parents raise responsible children and have them be independent individuals in the world. We will hear directly from some parents who have raised both boys and girls and hopefully identify some good tips for improving ourselves and our children. So, um, some claim that there's a big difference between raising boys and girls in the same household. And I don't have any children, but parenting is something you can't get away from because all of us have been parented. And if you intend to have children, you're obviously going to have to parent yourselves. So I went out and I found some individuals who have had children. And I'm introducing our first guest. This is Super Mom. How you doing? Hello, how are you? I'm <laughs> doing good. <laughs> So um, I'm going to proceed to ask you a few questions. Okay. You have one boy and one girl, correct? I do. Okay. So do you believe you raised your daughter and son to be competent in all aspects of the household? I do. I think it's important that any child um, is able to have a understanding of what is important and what is required to maintain a household by the time they leave your home and go out on their own. Um, they do need to know all aspects of what it takes to um, survive and that's including how to have a household that is smooth running mm-hmm. um, and where they know how to do even just basic things that Mm -hmm. are pertinent to us getting by every day, eating, just cooking, cleaning, um, things that are important to keep up our well-being, our health. Absolutely. Um, Do both of your children excel in household responsibilities without being asked? Um, Well, it just depends on the chore. Um, Obviously, I think it's a personal thing that each person has. Um, I know that Uh, One child, uh, you know, one of my children might be more of a particular, um, their focus might be more particular on keeping something um, clean, where someone else might just, um, the other one might not be as detail-oriented in keeping something clean, but maybe they enjoy to cook or maybe they enjoy to um, do outdoor type work. Mm -hmm. I think it just depends on the individual. so, you know, I, I just noticed with my own that, um, let's take the bathroom, for example. Um, my daughter might have been more particular about having things clean than my son. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I've known people that it's opposite. So I just really think it depends on that individual. Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> was there a difference in how you influenced your son or daughter about what needs to be done? Um, not really. Um, I basically raised them with the understanding that, and also with the hope that, you know, when they do leave our home, not to 
expect that someone else is going to do any kind of particular job in their new home. If they're living with a roommate or with a spouse, um, they are by themselves. They need to know how to do everything that is important to do. They need to know how to cook. Mm -hmm. Um, They need to know how to do their laundry, how to keep a tidy house so that, you know, again, that affects their health. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think that the way I raised my children was that, um, you know, you need to know all aspects of how to work an oven, how to vacuum a carpet, how to sweep. You know, Mm -hmm. these are things that we need in order to, survive, but also to be in good health. And you also, you know, want them to be um, responsible adults and, you know, remind them that, you know, you're going to have your own place and it's a reflection of you. You don't want people coming into your home or coming up to your house and seeing untidiness. Mm -hmm. You know, you want to have a standard for yourself. It's really a standard for yourself. And you want them to have that standard for themselves, that they are responsible, that they are a productive member of society. And that includes knowing how to be responsible, knowing how to keep things clean, to feed themselves, to feed other people, um, to maintain a lawn. Um, These are important things. Yeah. I really liked when you said that your household is a reflection of yourself. It is. Because that truly is how every individual should be viewing the place that they live in. Absolutely. And everyone has different tastes. So, I mean, you know, some people, you know, they, they like a cluttery house and that's Mm -hmm. fine. You know, you, you have to find who you are Mm -hmm. and, but also maintain who you are. And, you know, you have to make sure that you do keep, you know, keep it clean. I mean, there's a reason Mm -hmm. why, you know, cleanliness is so important. Definitely. So was there, I'm sorry, how has your daughter, has your daughter regularly cut the lawn or has your son regularly cooked dinner? So my daughter has never cut the lawn. Mm -hmm. Um, She has not. Um, That is something though that again, I have told, you know, both of my children, you know, this is something that, you know, even though you haven't done it, Mm -hmm. um, my husband does it, but even though, and I have done it, but you need to know how to do it. I noticed that she doesn't particularly gravitate towards the desire to want to go cut the lawn and um, my son cooking dinner, cooking dinner. Yes, absolutely. Um, He does know how to cook. Um, He has cooked. Um, And so, yes, I I feel he's he's competent in that. And when he was younger and um, your daughter was younger, did Mm -hmm. you guys cook with them? Did you show them how? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, And we, not just because we wanted to be a chore, but we we stressed, you need to know how to do this to survive. You need to know, not just because it's a chore, but because you're going to want to cook. You're going to want to provide a nice meal for um, someone that you're dating or someone Mm -hmm. that's a family member. You might want to have Thanksgiving, you know, you need to know, not because it's a chore, but because it's a way of life. You need to know that to survive. Yeah. Um, What is the main difference in raising a girl and boy, in your opinion? Um, In my opinion, from um, my experience with my children, um, it's just, I see that it's not a matter of boy and girl. It's a matter of who they are personally and their preference, what they gravitate towards. You know, it's almost like some, somebody might gravitate more towards music. Someone might gravitate more towards sports. Um, in my household, um, I just see that their attention to detail is different. So, um, like, my son has gotten in and maybe cooked, mm-hmm. let's just say, um, where my daughter more is concerned about making sure her room is tidy and you know her bathroom is tidy 
Um, I just see where they are different and where they tend to be more, have more initiative to mm-hmm. do, let's say a chore is basically based on their personality, not as much on their gender. Okay. Um, do you think that both of your children could run a household themselves and teach their children how to, regardless of their gender? I do. I think that, um, you know, we as parents have stress. I mean, not all the time are they willing to just up and do something that we have asked them to do or taught them to do. But mm-hmm. um, I do believe that I've stressed it throughout their life that, you know, these are things you have to know. Changing the oil in the car, changing a tire, you know, household, personal, you know, it, you need to do these things. You need to wash your face. I mean, it's more than just chores. It's um, it's just a way of life. It's again, it's a reflection of who you are, how you present yourself, how you want to present your home, how do you want to present your vehicle. Um, I do believe that um, my children have seen this through me and my husband both. And being raised that way, I think that they are definitely going to be competent to be able to go out and do that in their own home. And also, I believe that they will also teach their children the importance behind. Um, And it makes you feel good. I mean, you know, you feel better about yourself as a human being, you know, Mm -hmm. knowing that you are capable of taking care of yourself Mm -hmm. is what it boils down to. And again, you know, showing people that you care about you know, your life and your health and your, um, who you are. Yeah. So, um, we looked up a few articles and Adam and Allison Grant wrote an article about stop trying to raise successful kids Mm -hmm. and start raising kind ones. Right. And I thought this was really interesting because, um, some studies were conducted and, um, they would have an individual who is experiencing difficulty just doing normal everyday activities. Right. And they would, um, the people they were viewing or observing during this, um, could remedy that by helping them. Mm-hmm. And they said this new recent generation does not feel that responsibility to help others when they can. Um, I think that. I think that this generation is a very smart generation. I think that um, it's definitely different than what we were raised up with. I think that they're self-sufficient. And I, I it, it does seem like that this generation is more of a narcissistic generation. Mm-hmm. Not all of them, but um, I think that the kind-heartedness and the desire to help other people and I hate to say it because not everybody is that way but Mm -hmm. I see less and less concern for other people's Mm well-being um because it has been a very inward me kind of generation come up because of social media because you know I want so many likes I want so many views um it does turn a person inward so um in my opinion I mean we have some great great young adults and some kids coming up and they are just really intelligent um but you do see where there's a slant and i believe that because there's been such a focus on self that the art of extending yourself and going out of your and sacrificing mm-hmm. you know putting yourself on the back burner to help someone else you're i do believe you're seeing less of that yeah i do i agree um over on uh, grant's study he says that um that the the cause of this goes on to the parents for focusing on having their children be 
um, successful and have achievements Mm -hmm. rather than be generous and kind Mm -hmm. and helping other individuals. So, but they actually believe this is an accident side effect from trying to treat boys and girls equally. Hmm. So this is, this is interesting now. So, um, what they think um, families in the past have done, which we can see this, is families tend to t- treat their girls and teach them how to be kind and generous. Right. While they try to teach their boys how to be strong yes. and confident. Right. Okay. So now we've got these new families who want their boys and girls to obviously be equal. Right. Which isn't a bad thing. Right. But they're, these parents are trying to level the playing field by teaching their girls leadership and independence. Mm-hmm. But giving so much less attention to the boys when it comes to kindness and mm-hmm. caring. Yeah. And just kindness is being um, just neglected. Right. Truly. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, I think that it's important that just as the human race, just as human beings, that we need to be concerned for um, other people. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do know that, you know, you tend to see, again, it's it's a character thing. And you see where some people are more... Um, Kind-hearted. Other people mm-hmm. are more driven to be a leader. Mm-hmm. Um, I just try to look at my kids and see where the strengths and weaknesses are. And I try to hone in and not not try to make them feel like, well, your boy, you need to be like this or your girl, you need to be mm-hmm. like this. But um, with mine, I saw where my boy tended to be, let's say, um, not as vocal. Let's just use that. He's mm-hmm. not as um, vocal in his you know, what he's going through, let's say, is my daughter. So, you know, you can try to sit there and go, hey, you know, it's okay to talk. It's okay to talk. But that particular individual just isn't going to do it. You know, they have to learn how to deal. So you kind of have to open yourself up and go, okay, so Johnny's not going to talk about it, but we need to let him know it's okay, but make sure that you have an outlet of some sort. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Um, My girl, you know, might be more of a leader and mm-hmm. let's say that she's not so concerned about being kind as she is to be a leader. Um, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, but I want, I want basically when people, when my kids look at other people, whether it's in their adult life or in their childhood, I want them to have respect. Mm-hmm. I want them to remember that, you know, you know, you are capable of anything. However, you know, you're not the only person and you do need to, show kindness to others. You do need to be a leader, but you also need to remember that you're not the only leader walking this earth. Right. You know, um, they're going to be who they're going to be. You know, they are created to have different personalities mm-hmm. and um, you need to, you need to encourage what their strengths are. But if they tend to not have qualities that, you know, really are going to matter in their success in life, mm-hmm. you know, there's ways to, you know, say, Hey, you know, let's not forget that, you know, I know you are goal driven, but Mm. remember you got to also, you know, show kindness to others. Or I know that you're kind to others, but you got to remember you also have to be strong for yourself and not, um, you know, depend on other people, you know, is there's, I believe there's a delicate balance. Mm -hmm. You have to find it with your, your children and you have to encourage them to be even kiltered and to be successful that way. Absolutely. But the bottom line is that try to teach them both. You it's know, hard. Definitely, it's hard. It's hard because they're going to they need both. They do need both. And they're going to be they're They're going to gravitate towards 
you know, what they, what, mm-hmm. what they, their focus is on. And, um, you know, sometimes you just have to allow them to learn the hard way mm-hmm. and that's okay too, because if, you know, you, you teach them success, um, you're going to be there for them and you're going to not say, yeah. I told you so you're going right. to be there and say, okay, now how can we remedy this? You know, you're going to learn, how can we remedy this now mm-hmm. and then make you a better person? You know, yeah. you saw how, what you wanted to do and you know, your direction is, okay, it didn't work out. Now let's figure out how to, you know, yes. fix this, you know. Definitely. And I think that um, when individuals do learn how to be team players and how to show um, kindness and generosity to others, that they are more success- successful in life. Well, they will be. Yeah. I mean, you know, you definitely want favor in your life. And, and you know, I just believe there's no harm. I, I tell mine, there's never harm in doing right and mm-hmm. there's never you, you can never be wrong by being right and right. you know you're not going to please everybody in life you're not going to always make the right choice but you should always set a personal level a personal goal for yourself to be the best you can be and have that confidence i think one of the most important things you can do is with any child is just build their confidence you know mm-hmm. let them know you love them, you know, let them know that they are good people that, you know, there's nothing they can't do. It doesn't mean they'll accomplish everything in life. But if they set that, if they set that bar for themselves, because you set that bar early on, Mm -hmm. they're going to strive to be the best they can be. And at the same time, you have to let them know you're going to fail sometimes. And it's okay to fail, but always strive, set your own goal. Don't make straight A's because I want you to. Make straight A's because you know you're capable of it. Right. And it's, it really is. You have to motivate them to want to achieve the things they want to achieve. Yes. That was, that's very insightful. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. I hope this conversation um, really helped us um, bring some awareness to, you know, the differences between girls and boys, but mm-hmm. truly more awareness towards how parenting can affect their attitudes later in life Absolutely. and affect how they treat others and how they they um, treat treat themselves Absolutely. too. It's important. Yeah. So, um, thank you so much, being my first guest speaker, Supermom. And um, we are going to jump right into the next seg- segment. So, our next topic is the importance of being a competent man who raises competent children. So I am interviewing Mr. K today, and um, I believe that he is a reasonable, active member in his household. And you have how many children? I have two. Two. Okay. And that's a boy and a girl, yeah, correct? No, okay. My children are 30. Okay. And 24. All righty. So um, I'm just going to ask you a couple questions. So what did your parents do to influence you to be a responsible individual? Well, my father was very, I'll call him strict. At the, when I was younger, I thought it was unreasonable, but always made sure I was occupied. Mm-hmm. Um, he worked in a grocery store from the time he was like 14. Yeah. And when I got into oh, almost a teenager, he actually managed the grocery store and then eventually um, purchased the store. So from a very early age, I can remember that um, I was involved in the store mm-hmm started out with burning the trash, which you could do mm-hmm. back then. Mm-hmm. Um, 
straighten shelves. Right. Um, eventually, front end service right. and bagging groceries and stuff. And then, uh, but always made sure. And even at home, um, the lawn was my responsibility. And, nice. And uh, and he, that he made sure that I had definitely work a uh, work a definite work ethic. Good. Okay. So, um, what does an active member of the household mean to you as a husband? Um, it, it means you're taking part in whatever needs to be done. I don't think there's any definite man roles or woman roles or mm -hmm. children roles. Um, probably traditionally, and even in, in my family, um, my son typically does the outside work mm -hmm. and my daughter will they were younger would do the inside work sure. but that doesn't mean that my son doesn't know how to to wash dishes which yes. he helped last night good and uh so i don't think there's you know gender roles are more traditional than cut and stone that you know I i'm not going to do that because i'm a man that that's that's not the way things should be i agree um what does an active member in the household mean to you as a father that they're that everyone's you mean i'm sorry what for me or the whole family like as a father trying to teach your oh, children okay also how to do yeah this. that they need to take part um my wife is is more traditional too mm -hmm. and um she would teach my son how to iron mm -hmm. and not so much so but mm -hmm. um he's still an important it's aspect. an important aspect all those things are important to know how to do mm -hmm. Those are going to come in handy someday. Absolutely. Um, how do you encourage your son to be an active member in the household? Well, same as my father. Mm -hmm. I try to make sure he's has chores. I, um, try to make sure that he's um, taking part. Um, because of okay, because of his job, he actually works a split shift where he. He works in the morning and he comes home and he works in the afternoon. So I always encourage him, look, there's always something that can be done. Right. Uh, one big thing for me that even drives my wife crazy is like, okay, if, if someone's home and there's laundry, the washer should be going. Right. Not just, you know, you, you can watch your ball game while the, while the, or play on your PlayStation while the laundry's going. So something can always be going on to help the family as yeah. a whole. And I, I, I love that mentality, you know, of having having every individual uh, pulling their weight, you know. Um, do you believe you raised your children to be capable of running a household and raising their children to do so? I hope so. Yeah. And like I said, I, I, I still have adult children and because of circumstances, they're mm -hmm. still in the home, but mm -hmm. they... they are ready to get out desperately yeah. and uh, I, I think they are, are capable. Um, my daughter is a school teacher and yeah. I, I call her the perfectionist. <laughs> my son also works with children mm -hmm. and uh, I see them becoming Good very time. responsible and, and uh, I'm proud of both of them. Um, what advice would you give to other parents who want their boys to be responsible individuals? Um, start young and I think the best advice that I could give any boy or any any parent raising a boy is to model mm. you know it's one thing to say what they need to do it's another thing to model it for them and do it yourself right 
Absolutely. So and goes, kids pick that up. Yeah, that goes a long way into them seeing what needs to be done, mm -hmm. not just being told. I agree. Um, so it was very insightful to hear uh, Father's opinion on how to raise children. And I have an article here. Um, and this was written by Jim Taylor, and he states in his article of Parenting, Raising Independent Children. So that if each family member fulfills their own responsibility and does not do any other, then the children will develop into independent people. What, what is your take on that? I think what I heard is that if everybody has specific jobs to do, mm -hmm. they'll become independent. Um, that's true to a certain point, but I think it needs to be where you're doing, you, you need to know how to do other people's jobs too. Okay. Yeah. Um, not just, you know, mm -hmm. that, that'd be like a, to me, I, the mentality would be like factory work. You just do your little thing and it goes down the line to somebody else. Yeah. That doesn't always work in the real world. Right. Um, you need to know how to do everyone's jobs. What do you think about the part where he says, only fulfill your own responsibility and do not help others in your household. And that's not going to work. That's that's selfishness, in my opinion. And uh, it's not going to bring family unity. Yeah. So um, we just recently talked about another article that said that um, a lot of parents are focusing on having successful children and focusing on having their children have amazing achievements and neglect how to treat their children to be generous and kind. Um, and that that's such an important aspect and to be kind and generous will make you more successful in the long run. Do you agree with that? I definitely agree yeah. with that, yes. Um, so Taylor goes on with his, he calls it his law of family responsibility. So he goes on and he explains um, by having kids be responsible and staying committed to completing one task or whatever task it may be, it gives them the opportunity to accomplish something and have that accomplishment um, as their own and not have, have other people help them out while doing it. What do you, what do you, what's your take on that? Well, I, I can see that point, but um, because I have a coaching background, I'm going to bring it into a teamwork kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, life's about teamwork and helping others, not just focusing on what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. I, I, if every if everybody did what they were supposed to do, mm -hmm. you'd have a, you, it, would yeah, it would work. But that's not always going to happen. Right. So and sometimes there's people who can't do what they're supposed to do. And in life, there are people who are always going to have difficulties doing simple tasks or um, that you can always help, you know, lady crossing the street type of mentality. You know, when you see someone who's struggling um, in everyday life, you would want your kids to to help them, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. So, and I think that um, the parenting on raising individual children being this um, harsh on it, maybe neglects the aspect of, it's not always just about your independence and being focused on yourself. Right. There's there's many times in life where you need to interrupt your schedule to mm -hmm. help others because there's always opportunities that come up that you need to be able to be helpful and generous to someone else and not just focus on what you have to do. Right. Very important. Um, what do your children do 
that you appreciate the most? What quality do they have that you've seen in them? My daughter's more the independent thinker, Mm -hmm. um, very sure of herself, Mm -hmm. um, at least in her profession. She obviously questions some things when she comes home from work, but um, she's the independent thinker. Mm -hmm. My son is probably the more generous type, Mm -hmm. the more willing to give or come out of his um, role to help Mm -hmm. others and something else. Mm -hmm. And you appreciate both of those. Yes, I appreciate both of those. Yeah. And they can learn from each other, yes. too. Um, what do you think the most valuable aspect that you have that you've taught your kids, that you have within yourself, that you also see in them? Probably modeling for them, not just telling them. Mm-hmm. Um, either fortunately or unfortunately for them, uh, teaching in a private school, I had both of them in my classrooms. Mm. So they not only saw at home how I was, they saw at work how I was. Mm -hmm. And hopefully I was consistent in both. Yeah. Definitely. Well, thank you so much for being my guest speaker, Mr. K. And um, we are going to jump right into the next part of our podcast. Thank you for visiting. Next topic is about being a participating member in the household. I have personally seen a family who have been wonderful examples of how each member of the family participates. And I really want to focus on um, the parenting methods that these parents use in order to raise their boys and girls this way. So today I brought in Mama B. Hello. Hi. Um, Thank you so much for being here with us. Um, so I'm just going to ask you a few questions. So um, you and your husband have how many children? We have five children. Five children. So you've got a big household, mm-hmm. and um, sometimes it takes um, a lot of effort to to run that, I imagine. Oh, yes, it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So between all five of your children, do you believe the boys are just as active in participating in the household? Yes, definitely. They all have their own set of chores that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, my son, my youngest son, actually cleans the pool, okay. and uh, but that was passed down from the older ones down. Mm-hmm. So they each taught each other how to do the chores. And um, my other son, who's my oldest son now, mows the lawn. Mm-hmm. And um, and then my daughter, my third daughter, she blows um, all the leaves and everything. Mm-hmm. And then we have my other son also helps empty the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. And my daughter, she um, cleans the bathrooms. They all do their laundry. That's good. Um, and they clean their rooms. They're responsible for mm-hmm. that. And help participating in setting the table and when we eat as a family together. But now they're all older, so it's kind of hard for us all to get together. But sure. they still know that they have to do certain chores in the household to keep things running smoothly. Yeah, like a well-oiled machine. I've mm-hmm. seen it in action. I know how everyone will take their own plate from the from the table, table. and mm-hmm. wash their own plate right. so not one person's mm-hmm. duck with all the right. dishes. Right. Mm-hmm. And just good. Those are good little, like, tips, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. 
Do you believe your husband is an active example of shared responsibilities in your home? Definitely. Uh, well, he pays the bills and mm -hmm. he does the finances. At first I was doing them, but it wasn't mm -hmm. my strength. So then he took over that job. And then, uh, and he shares in the discipline mm -hmm. and the structure and the expectations that we have with the children. So sure. um, every Sunday we have a family day. Mm -hmm. So it's no, it's just the family. It's um, not necessarily their friends come. So then we get a chance to talk with them one-on-one, -on -one, definitely at dinner, or we do an activity together. So um, during those times of activity is a good time to when he might talk to them about certain mm -hmm. things so it's not in a time of conflict I like that. and so that way it's brought up and then they can just easily talk about it so um but there's definitely some structure and he definitely participates in a lot of yeah. uh, the discipline and the things in the household mm -hmm. what do you and your husband do to encourage the participation of your children in family activities well, we expect them to do their chores. Um, you know, it's their responsibility ever since they were younger. They knew that, you know, we tell them many, you know, many hands make light work. You know, each one knows their jobs and we're all aware of it if one doesn't do their job. Mm. So if the bathroom is dirty, we know who's responsibility for that, that, you know, possibly Tiffany, she didn't clean it up. You know, it was her responsibility to do that. Um, you know, so, or if their laundry is not done because they don't have clean clothes is because their own responsibility mm -hmm. so uh they're just expected to do the things that and we encourage them so uh you know we we try and um when we thank them you know for doing mm -hmm. their jobs too as well keeping that positivity when mm -hmm. they do come through mm -hmm, with their responsibilities sure. i like that mm -hmm. um do you believe your children will raise their children to be active in the family as they were Yes. Uh, you know, I feel that I learned from my parents. I, you know, saw my dad helped out in the kitchen. You mm -hmm. know, he was the one that carved the turkey and my mother, you know, served the dishes to the table and, you know, kept the food warm there and, and, um, everybody helped clean up. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's what I did, you know, with my kids. So I, I feel like we learned from our parents and we all tend to do the things that our parents have done with us. Mm -hmm. So we always look to like, you know, to what, what was their advice? What was, what did we see? Mm -hmm. And we mirror many times if we think it's a positive thing. If we think it's a negative thing, of course, we try and not do stuff like that, yeah. you know. Um, but so we, we, we learn from them. There are mirrors there. We, we're, we're always learning from people that we're watching, but especially mm -hmm. with our parents too. Mm -hmm. So even when it comes to holidays, you know, how did the holidays get set up? Mm -hmm. You know, what are the traditions that are right. you know, passed down? Yeah. We'll, we'll carry those things on. It's like, it's almost necessary to do stuff like that. So an obligation you yeah. know, that we have to carry on with, you know, with our family members. And it makes you feel closer to mm -hmm. them and the ones right. that have past you know mm -hmm, that exactly. you can still hold on to that and you know children are receptive they pick up mm -hmm. your your when you model mm -hmm. what you're doing you right. know they pick that up more Definitely. than what you say right we have yeah. to be intentional about mm -hmm. things that we want to teach them and be mindful of it yeah you know um i tell my kids to make a conscious decision to do certain things mm -hmm. whether it's to you know fold the the um the towel back on the counter in the bathroom mm -hmm. so that it blesses the next person that comes in. Right. So you're always thinking about the next person that comes behind you too. Mm -hmm. So not just only yourself. So um, that's a per important lesson to learn too as well. Mm -hmm. So, and then also I think it, 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 if the husband and wife have a good relationship, 
um, that gives stability to the the children too in the household. They feel safe, they feel secure, mm-hmm. and they feel that they want to do the things that you know you all are doing because you know they're looking to you. That you're their world. Mm-hmm. You know, as an adult, that's who they look to. So, yes. Um, what advice would you give other parents who want their boys and girls to be equally active members in your family? Uh, well, everything's based on relationship, so you can't yell it to them. Mm-hmm. You have to uh, love on them and um, set expectations, follow up with those expectations, mm-hmm. and always inspect what you expect. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if you don't check up on it, they're kids. They're going to try and get away with yeah. things, and you always have to follow up. And um, it's easier said than done sometimes because we get busy mm-hmm. and it's a, it's a chore for us to check up on their chores. Mm-hmm. But if we don't do it soon enough, it's kind of like we we should have done it sooner. You yeah. know, so um, and praise them, praise them for doing, you know, being connected, for helping out and that you really appreciate, you know, their time that they're doing that, mm-hmm. you know, and just love on them and, and respect them, respect them as, as individuals, you know, and not that they're, you know, this is an obligation that they're part of the family. It's not like we pay them to do any of these things right. either. So, you know, it's just being part of the household. We mm-hmm. all need help. And finding that motivation. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That. Well, I think they want to do stuff out of love, too, in a way. Because, um, you know, if there's a relationship there, they'll be more happy to do it than if mm-hmm. there's not, if there's yeah. always conflict type of thing. So, yeah. So you mm-hmm. have to have um, a happy household mm-hmm. right. to have people who want to participate. Exactly. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think that's... Mm-hmm. That is a very good point. Mm-hmm. Um, did you, I'm just curious, did you see any differences in raising one children over the next, like any um, gender or mm-hmm. age that really affected in your household? They all have their strengths. You know, you just build upon what their strengths are. Like if one is more into organizing, you give them the pantry to mm-hmm. organize. You know, if one is more detailed in, you know, moving things around, like you make them vacuum, you know, like yeah. you just... I, I think they all kind of had their own strength, and you just work upon their strengths. Work on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And have them help each other. Mm-hmm. Correct. Exactly. Well, there's been times when one did not want to do a job, so they swapped. Okay. So they swapped jobs, yeah. and they were totally fine with One didn't want Christy. It was Christy's job to do the pool. Mm. And she's like, oh, I'm really not into this, you know. And she, and, Pre- and Spencer was blowing it the, the leaves right after Preston was mowing the lawn. Mm. And, um, you know, she was like, let's just, um, can we swap? And he's like, sure. So now she's the one who just blows the leaves, and he's the one who cleans the pools. Mm. And he might even start a business doing that now. So it's like things that they learn in the mm. household – then they can take out where, you mm-hmm. know, and actually work, you know, possibly do it for something else. Yeah. So. I like that. I like mm-hmm. that whole mentality of mm-hmm. even helping each other out, mm-hmm. being able to work as a, as a team, mm-hmm. you know, we, me and um, my previous interviewee was just talking about um, the law of um, family responsibilities And this is by Jim Taylor. He just did an article and he said that if each family member fulfills their own responsibilities and does not help the other family members with theirs, they only fulfill their own, then your children will develop into independent people. Mm. What do you think about that? Meaning like, is that a good thing? Like an independent person or they won't be like collaboration of trying to help other people. Right. It's like, that's what, is that what their goal is? You want them to be more of a person that's like a team player or do you want them to be just a team member? Right. Um, so there's been times when, you know, one will chip in and help out, you Mm -hmm. know, 
the other. Um, but I also think that they need to do their job on their own mm-hmm. and do it well. Like, you know, finish the job and you don't really need a whole lot of people. You know that you have that mm-hmm. independence and that you can do it. Right. You know, you have the ability to finish it, that you don't need everybody's help. Because sometimes people are getting needy mm. and you don't want to create that either. Right. But you also want them to be a team player. Like if somebody else needs help, you know, emptying out the garage, the other person will help mm-hmm. do that or clean things up. Um, and, 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 you know, also I've had other kids pay their brothers and sisters to clean their rooms when they didn't want to clean their room. So, I mean, like, you know, you could see how, okay, I can't get to my responsibility, but I know it's my responsibility. So then I will give, I will give money to my brother, you know, Mm. to clean my room instead. So, I mean, that's been a benefit too. So there has to be just a balance. I think you have to have, yeah, you have to have the, you know, your own autonomy and yet you have to also help others as well. Yeah. So that's, yes. I totally agree. So um, in my personal experience, I am an only child, so I didn't get um, siblings to help me out with anything. Mm-hmm. So when I um, when I was young, my mom and dad obviously did the chores. Mm-hmm. And then slowly but surely, I was given chores along the way as I grew up. Mm-hmm. And now um, I only live with my mother, so I do the majority of the chores, Mm -hmm. um, with my mom. So when, um, when I have, when I am by myself doing these chores, I don't get the sense of like that teamwork, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So I feel like if I did live, um, with a roommate or with a spouse later on Mm -hmm. in life that I might be lacking on being able to completely divide that because Mm -hmm. me and my mother work in the same household, but separately. Mm -hmm. So what would be some good advice for me or for other um, only childs or Mm -hmm. maybe just individuals who don't live with their siblings Mm -hmm. or, or something like that? You know, it's a different relationship. How do you work with someone else? Well, first of all, you see how, um, if they're able, like, Mm -hmm. you know, if they have disabilities, of course they can't do everything. I would start by making a list of everything that needs to be done in the household Mm -hmm. and then say, what would you like to do? And what would, what can I do? Like, it depends on who you're working with. If it's an adult, you know, they might want to say, why don't you pick the, like maybe kind of have them pick the chores that they want to do first Mm -hmm. and then you would do the rest of them, you know? So that way it would not be all falling on your hands Mm -hmm. and, or wouldn't be falling on the lap of the other person, you know, that it would be divided equally or else, you know, because many times even cooking a meal, you know, for Thanksgiving, I would say, okay, you can go play after you peeled five potatoes. You know, you can go like you would I give like them an, an expectations like after you do these three things, you know, to clean up the house or prepare or set the table for Thanksgiving, then you can go play with your friends. Mm-hmm. So I would first walk around the house and think about all the things that we've done, make a list and have them also choose. I'd like to just, you know, vacuum today, you know, mm-hmm. so that way everybody has a chance to do it. And if you get married, you could do the same thing, too, you know. And that's the thing is like sometimes we go into marriage thinking our expectations is like my dad always carved the meat. Well, my husband never carved the meat. Mm. So I'm really the one who does a lot of the cooking. So I carve the meat. So those are things that you have to think about going into another relationship. Like these are things that you thought you, this person should take on this task. Mm. You know, maybe only a girl should empty the dishwasher where I have my son emptying the dishwasher, you know? So it's not categorized by boys or girls. It's a matter of what do you like to do? What are you good at? Let's get the job done. I like that. Mm -hmm. I like that whole 
Um, idea. Yes, exactly. Yeah. When we focus too much on the traditional way mm-hmm. of doing things, I feel like that system falls apart. Mm-hmm. You know, when you only have your boys mow the lawn mm-hmm. and work in the garage, mm-hmm. you have holes that mm-hmm. they don't know how to do their laundry exactly. or they don't know how to mm-hmm. cook dinner. Right. And it's very important because what if they're living on their own? Yeah. The next step, they don't, they don't have that backing. Mm-hmm. They don't have that pass to be able to to be individual mm-hmm. um, responsible people right. in the world right and um, you know a lot of families I believe that I've seen focus so much on making sure their sons are leaders and independent and not doing menial small everyday tasks mm-hmm. but they forget, you know, I noticed that even with my father, he he was the only one that could go in the garden, and mm-hmm. he would grow tomatoes and and uh, cucumbers, and but he never would let me go in the garden. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm. And so, I, looking back at that, I realized that's not just a man thing. Yeah, that's a, that could be an, an any person thing. And what he did, he didn't realize he was doing, and I don't hold this against him, sure. but um, he kept me from learning something. And that's the key in life. We want to be relational and we want to teach others. We want to pass it down to other generations, Mm -hmm. how to cook, how to garden, how to sew, how to clean. Okay. So nobody gives you really a manual when you go into life and you're going to start your own home. Your parents is is where you're getting this from. So, and and many times when two parents work, they're so busy, they don't slow down to say, Hey, I got to teach the basics of, you know, um, how to make a bed, you know, and how to cook a meal. So um, it's, I, I, we learn from our parents and we grab from what we learn. And, and it's been our job to then take the baton and then start moving and, and carrying it on, you know. So take that course, run its course and show them, you know, to set them up for success. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that's the way even people start their own businesses because a person's told them about something right. or taught them about a thing. And so education and teaching and learning and connecting and talking is mm-hmm. also ha- weaves the whole um, the whole quilt together in your life communication. that makes you communication helps a person become who they are. And if they're not talked to, and if they're only searching for the things that they like, or they're on social media, things like that, mm-hmm. it it closes their world up mm-hmm. a little bit more. It can open it up if they are interested in things and they're learning, you know, on that. But, um, as far as, um, you know, uh, with, with being in the household, mm-hmm. it's important that parents communicate with their kids and they talk to them about things that they want to learn for their future lives mm-hmm. and, and yes. things that they want to do. So absolutely. So there, yeah. Thank you so much no for being no, no. a guest speaker, mama B. <laughs> and, um, so that concludes our interviews. And I will be talking a little bit more and just going into more detail about um, just responsibility some kids can have and some maybe good parenting tips to add onto what we have so far. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the topic of modern parenting is a pretty sticky one, as we have seen. And there is no right or wrong answer when it comes to these questions I've asked, and there's no... Um, easy way of going about parenting and raising your children. But I do believe that we have um, concluded that there is a major influence 
parents have on their children. And if you want your kids to be social, you need to be social and not tell them to be social. And if you want your kids to exercise, you need to exercise and show them that you, you go throughout life doing those things that they need to do instead of just telling them to exercise or to be social. And, um, you know, I believe today in our modern society, a lot of parents um, think it's probably harder to raise their kids now than it has been in the past decades. And this could be for several reasons. I mean, we have um, in the past had mothers who stay at home with their children and work on raising them to be successful individuals. Um, and our, our fathers are going out and they're working and they're, they're maintaining the finances of the household. Um, but today we have both parents who are going out and working. Um, and we also have a lot of single parents too, who are, who don't have their other spouse to, to rely on. So they are doing it all themselves. And I think that that is, is a really tough, um, spot to be in because you are not only raising your children on your own, you know, with your own judgment, but you are also working and you're also maintaining your household. You are doing all of your chores. You are doing all of um, the household responsibilities um, while your children are still young. And we have a lot of we have a lot of um, issues with that and in this country and I'm sure in other places of the world, too. And um, again, we just need to to realize that the best um way of being a good parent is uh, a hands-on technique of teaching them directly by doing it yourself, you know, and, and having the kids pick up, you, you teach by example, and the kids will definitely, um, definitely get more out of your example than they would if they are just being told to do something. So um, we have we have a lot of busy parents who are leaving their children to their parents as well. Um, I, I've seen this personally um, with families um, that have been in my life, and I've also heard it talked about. And there are several articles on it when when our parents who are raising us leave us to our grandparents. Um, oftentimes you're not missing out on, on the love or the care, but you are missing out on, um, some aspects, I think, of that teach by example, um, mentality. And, um, another really good point I think that was made in this podcast by my interviewees are play to your strength, you know? So regardless of gender or regardless of age, Regardless of um, stuff like that, you just need to focus on your capabilities, you know, so play, play to your strength. So each individual that you have, every single child that you have is going to have different um, personalities and different capabilities and, uh, um, and preferences to things. And if you sit back and... Um, 
observe those and see what is going to benefit the household by having them do certain things, then I think that would be um, ideal. Having them focus on each individual um, aspect that they can personally do themselves instead of ones they hate or maybe aren't um, interested in. So lastly, I'd like to talk about um, another article I found by Kathleen Dexter, and it is an independent child is a successful child. So before we were saying that maybe successful um, aspects are not what we want to focus on, and we would like to focus more on kindness, but we've determined that you should probably focus on both, and that would be the best case scenario. But... Um, she has uh, some really good uh, um, uh, parenting advice and parenting um, tools, I think, that would be really helpful to share. So um, she says that the more you give children room to make their own choices, the more um, you will have a positive, independent child who, who can um, function well in society. So making their own choices and things as putting on their own clothes, deciding what they want to wear that day, deciding what they want to eat for dinner that night. And of course you would want to maintain um, age um, and keep that in mind and being age appropriate with all these things. But, um, but another good, she says this teaches good management skills to your children um, when they reach of age. So um, her three tips that I really appreciated um, in her article was that um, you should forget perfection when working with your kids on how to be independent and teaching them tasks. So when um, they're learning for the first time how to uh, take out the trash and they mess up and drop it everywhere, that it's not a big deal and you just teach them how to clean it back up. You know, um, don't take that away from them and tell them they can't do it anymore because they messed up. And um, I think that was a very important aspect my mother definitely used with me. I remember there was a time I went over to one of my friend's house and she said she didn't know uh, what, we're, what we're cooking or what we're having for dinner and that, you know, her mom always does it. And um, me and my mom were over at our house and they were very good friends. So we took initiative and we said, oh, well, we'll, we'll cook you dinner. It's no big deal, you know. And um, I remember my friend who was about maybe six or seven at the time had never cracked an egg open. And she thought it was the coolest thing. But the very first time she did it, uh, she broke it really bad and it got everywhere. And I remember how um, upset she was, you know, she thought that she really messed up and that she ruined all of dinner for us. And um, me and my mother were like, it was no big deal. And we just taught her how to clean up the egg and try again. And I remember looking back at my friend and I was like, I've never experienced um, that, that aspect because my mother had definitely taken the um, forgetting perfection um, style of parenting with me. And I think that that definitely is an important, an important one when teaching responsibilities. Um, the second 
tip I really appreciated was um, to praise them. So when they did do something right, we were just discussing this earlier, when they did do something correct or when they, they did complete a task that you made them aware that they did well, you know, and that they they are are being successful and they are being um, independent and they're doing this on their own and it's exciting and it's new and you get to to feel like you have accomplished something, you know, that, that you can take care of yourself. And I think that's a very good thing um, that every individual needs to feel at a young age. Um, and the third thing that I really also liked was um, finding tasks that fit the individual. And again, we're keeping in mind age um, and making sure each task is appropriate for age and for, um, you know, your capabilities. But that's just so important, you know, is having that, that um, knowledge to know what you can do and know how to participate in your way and not to um, say that you can't do one thing or the other, but to work together as a team. And that will create um, things that you can do and that you feel independent about as well as working as a team. So I definitely think all these um, tips are good management um, for having um, your kids learn and you know, you need, you need to have these aspects because it teaches you, it teaches you your responsibility. And if you don't have good responsibility in life, like too many people today I see sometimes lack that it, and it affects their decisions. It affects their relationships. It affects their attitudes. It affects their values. It affects how their self-esteem, how they view themselves, what they can and can't do. I feel like those individuals are also more prone to failure. And um, you need consistency at the beginning with your parents. You need care and you need um, a, good, a good amount of control too for those aspects. So um, that is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening to my parenting podcast, my very first podcast ever. And I would like to thank my guest speakers. Thank you, Miss Supermom and Mr. K and Mama B for, um, for working with me on this and for um, dedicating your time to um, talking about these very sensitive topics and these issues for, for, um, for my audience. So um, I really appreciate it, and I hope you guys had a great um, time listening, and I hope you guys learned from this and took some things home that you can maybe apply to your everyday life so that we all, as individuals, can work together with a community that are raising our kids to be the very best we know that they can be and to help improve our own selves to be the very best we can be. So again, thank you. And um, I will see you next time.